Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I am S. She is B. You can check out our website at bsinthemorning.show. Shelly, how are you doing this morning? You know what, Brad? I am right as rain. Hey, guess what day it is? I never understood what that meant. Explain what right as rain means. Because when it's raining and it's just the right temperature, you can just hear the, the raindrops fall and it's just... Why does it have to be the right temperature? What, what's the difference between 60 degree rain and 80 degree rain? Oh, there's a big, huge difference. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because the... when it's an 80 degree rain, it's like you get wet and you're like a, a drowned wet puppy. Right. And yeah, a 60 degree like rain is what? Too. It's 60 degree rain is what now? 60 degree rain is that kind of rain where it's not too hot, it's not too cold, but it's just right to go out and dance in. Gee, I I, I learn all sorts of stuff with you. Okay, can you imagine this? We're supposed to have, it's supposed to be 60 today for the high, 60. Right now, it was almost up there yesterday. Yesterday was beautiful. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, right now, it's 34 degrees, so it's almost going to double in temperature right now. And by the way, we do have a dense fog advisory uh, in the area. So once again, if you know your way to work and you know where the fog usually happens, like if you're coming on 364 or 70 or 40 or one of those places where you come over the river, be careful out there because, you know, it's one of those things like all of a sudden you're driving along and things are good and the next minute. You can't see, you know, two car lengths in front of you. So I'm not saying that's the way it's going to be. They're just putting that out as a dense fog advisory. So I guess in my old police dispatcher days, uh, you would say after that, you'd say check to your own satisfaction, which means you go out there and look for the fog and see if it's dense or not. And do you have your, uh, uh, by the way, uh, you know, some people, when they do this, they carry their densometer with them. Have you ever had a densometer before? Their what? Densometer. A densometer? Yeah. You don't know what a densometer is? I have no clue. Densometer is this is this device, and what you do is it's the meteorologists uh-huh. use it. That it's like a it's like a, a you know like a Lexan cube. You know, it's like clear clear like you know Lexan. You know what Lexan is like sort of like I do. It's you know. like it's like a hard plastic. Right, right, and it's a cube. And what you do is it has a little switch, and you turn the switch on, and it sucks in some of the air around it, and then there's a readout on the top that shows you how dense the fog is. So uh, if you, uh, you know, you carry that with you sometimes and you put it in the trunk of your car and you pull out your densometer and you turn it on, you suck in some fog and then it gives you a reading as to uh, how much, you know, sometimes and, and the, the cheaper ones just go like, you know, you know, no fog, fog, dense fog, but the more expensive <laughs> ones give you a percentage readout. I'm calling BS on you. Uh, seriously. Yeah, call, hey, hey, you know, you know where the weather boy, weather wizards are out there in Weldon Spring? Drop by today and walk in and say, hey, guys. Um, I, I heard about this densometer. Can you show me one? They'll probably have one sitting right. Oh, yeah, here's one of our densometers. Uh-huh. And they're going to go, were you talking to Brad Hildebrand again? <laughs> oh, they'll show you one of the densometers. Matter of fact, in the break, go on Amazon, and all you have to do is just put densometer, just like it sounds, D-E-N-S-E-O-M-E-T-E-R, densometer, and you'll That's see a bunch of them. That's how it sounds. Densometer? Yeah, D-E-N-S-E, dense, <laughs> densometer. Common spelling, densometer. You think oh, okay, I'll just go ahead and do that. You think I'm kidding. You think I'm full of BS. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Ah, you are such a skeptic. Such a skeptic. Okay, we got a good show this morning. Uh, matter of fact, we're actually going to talk about important stuff. We're not going to. Like Motley Crue? <laughs> yes. We, we didn't get to Motley Crue yesterday. We didn't get to Motley Crue yesterday. And, and I have to tell you that it's one of those days where, uh, you know, Shelly is so excited, so excited. We have one of our people who comes in the studio. When Shelly gets like this and, you know, she comes in the studio and you know there's there's a there's a meter on on the uh, the wall here in the studio it's called the excitometer and whenever Shelly gets really excited uh, this automatically triggers calm down calm down so we don't necessarily want that to happen today but it's going to be close oh Brad oh look it's 614 <laughs> it's it's what what time is it <laughs> 614 and you know what you know how she knew that because Shelly has a clockometer in her studio, and she can just look at the clockometer and see what time it is. I do. It's six. And four. I have spotlights, or you know, those stoplights, you know, that are red, green, and yellow. Yeah. I have those whenever we're coming up to a break, and and uh, yeah, it's six fourteen. Okay. <laughs> well said. Westplex one hundred seven point one Havana. You ever been there before? You ever been to Cuba? I have not. 
I have friends of mine who've been to I've Cuba. I've been to Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a little bit of difference between Cuba. You know, I, I don't know if you, you know this or not, but before uh, Castro took, uh, um, you know, control of Cuba, uh, a lot of people went to Cuba. A lot of uh, rich people went to Cuba, Havana. They had huge casinos there. Yes, they did. Yeah. I mean, and, and obviously that's all gone now. But uh, uh, the most striking thing is that all the cars are like from the 50s when they would still allow uh, imports of cars into uh, Cuba. And I don't think they've had any new cars coming to Cuba. So if you go down there, it's like all 50s cars. I think that that would be lovely. It's like going to a car show, you know. It's BS, yeah. BS in the morning. Uh, and uh, matter of fact, last break, uh, Shelly uh, did research on that. I talked about the densometer. And uh, you did Which your... is a lie. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> We're talking about the fact that there's a dense fog advisory. And I said that there's a device that the, the meteorologists use called the densometer, which uh, essentially uh, checks the density of fog. Mm-hmm. You say it's not what it's called. The densometer. I'm telling. So he's like, oh, it's it's just how it sounds. No, it's a cube. It's a square foot Lexan cube that has a little, you know, little motor on it that sucks. You go like in like into a fog bank and you suck the stuff, the suck the fog into the little cube, and then it reads how dense the fog is. And well, I can't find it on Facebook. Excuse me. Uh-huh. Well, well, I didn't look on Facebook. I've, although it will probably pop up now that we're talking about it. But because, um, you know, Facebook is kind of, you know, big brother about that. But, um, yeah, I haven't found it on Amazon or Google. Hmm, interesting. Um, did you by any chance listen to any of the, uh, the uh, no. impeachment hearings yesterday? No, I can tell history? you right now, no. I have to tell you. Okay. I listened oh, in the office for a while. I was driving around yesterday afternoon, uh, yesterday evening, had a little bit of an extended drive, and probably all day long, maybe listened to, I don't know, three, three and a half hours worth. Uh, you know, I mean, not all in one sitting, but sort of, you know, in and out, maybe, you know, 10, 15 minutes, maybe. And the one thing that got me is, okay, you're uh, in a congressional hearing. And one of the guys who has been sort of the the uh, star performer, so to speak, is this guy, his, his name is Lieutenant Colonel Venom, or Venom, or something like that, okay? Now, there's a couple interesting things about him, that he has a brother who is, I think they might be twins, who is also in the Army, and is also, you know, uh, assigned to the White House uh, temporarily. And originally, guess where they were born? Missouri? Ukraine. They're both, oh. They were both originally oh. born in Ukraine, Ukraine really? and this is the country they're talking about. And in the hearing, he talked about at one point he was offered the job, like he was offered a job in the Ukrainian government to be like like head of international relations or something like that. And you're going like, now hold on a minute now. Here's this guy who's born in the Ukraine and he's you know testifying against Trump. And yet he comes out and he admits that one point in time, because apparently he has dual citizenship, he still has Ukrainian citizen citizenship. And then when he came to the United States, I guess, obviously, when he, I think they were young and his parents immigrated here and he became a naturalized citizen, but he has dual citizenship. So they offered this. How is that possible I don't, I, I'm going like, somebody in the upper echelon I, of the I'm, army? I'm telling you, I couldn't believe it. I'm going like. Okay, now hold on a minute now. This is a guy who has like a top secret clearance. He was born in Ukraine. He's the Ukrainian expert. And he admits that the Ukrainian government offered him a job, you know, like this position, like like something like head of something. Like he would be like, you know, like a, like, you know, like a, a, sort of similar to our, like our secretary of state. You know, that's like, I'm going like, no, hold on a minute now. This guy is like in the White House. Maybe they need to rethink that. And what's interesting is that at one point, in time they asked him you know did you did you say anything to anybody else about you know the conversation because he supposedly was listening in on this conversation with trump and the ukrainian president the whole bit and at one point in time he says no but then he says he discussed it with his brother okay like who's also in the in the army but the interesting thing was at one point in time one of the one of the uh, congressmen who's questioning him called him mr venom or Venom, or whatever how heck his name is pronounced, and he corrected him. He said, I'm not Mr. Venom. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Venom. Okay, so he just wants to make everybody sure 
that um, he's an American citizen well, no, and no, he is no, but that, um, that's one of those things, on our side. Well, that's one of those things that, like, like for example, I remember my college days. Uh, that uh, when one of my one of my freshman friends said something to our professor and he called him Mr. whatever his name was and the professor said I'm not Mr. so and so I'm Dr. so and so you know it's like whoa excuse me you know what I mean it's sort of like well, they had to work really hard to get to that position yeah, but, so but, I don't blame him for that oh come on but what I do say is Again, he just wanted to make sure that he was the people knew he was an American. Uh, no, no, he he's showing he's he's showing his rank. He's like, I'm not Mister, I'm Lieutenant Colonel. I mean, come on, that's like smacks of like you know, like, hey, look how important I am. I'm you know, it's almost like Ron Burgundy, you know, like you know, <laughs> I, I'm. Uh, I don't know how to put this, but what's the line? You know, I'm I'm a I'm a really big deal. You know what I mean? He was sort of like, you know, I mean, I'm going like, okay, guy's a little bit full of himself. You know, or you don't think so? You think he was okay to do that? I, I do. I just okay. think it's odd that he was born in the Ukraine, and um, he's over here. And if he's been here since childhood, I can understand why he's an American citizen. But still, he's got direct ties to the Ukraine. Well, it it does sort of make you wonder. I mean, you it, know, it's it the, things that make you go. Hmm. Right, you're going like, no, hold on a minute now, because you know it's one of those things that people always talk about. You know, immigrants, and some immigrants are you know are you know to the point where they are American citizens now through and through. They denounce their citizenship to the other country. But I don't know. I don't know. It was just there. There were so many things that stuck out with me, and and I will talk about it later. But once again, the interesting part of this is. Boring with a capital B. I mean, there was no, there was no like, oh my God, listen to that. Oh, I didn't know that. It's all the same rehashed stuff. And they're like, okay, here we go. And most of these witnesses who are appearing have already testified in secret, and now they're testifying in public. So it's the same old stuff, you know. And like, you know, we and and it started at like eight o'clock in the morning yesterday, and they took a break for lunch. It didn't get done eight o'clock our time. I guess it would have been 9 o'clock their time. So, And it didn't get done till 8 o'clock last night, you know, not counting lunch. Uh, you know, they put in 12 hours yesterday. 12 hours. 12 hours. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it That's a long time to be... Uh, oh, it didn't end till 8 o'clock last night. It was crazy. You know, I'm going like... Well, the one I don't get is the one that we talked about yesterday when he said, have you ever met Mr. Trump? No. Have you ever had well, a conversation but, 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 with Mr. See, Trump? No. Hey, well, you know, there was have you a, ever had any dealings with Mr. Trump? No, but yet there's the ones that are they're testifying against them. You know, I mean, yeah, like, and, and, yeah, and that happened again. And the interesting thing was the the Republicans would come on and ask the questions. Uh, do you think what Mr. Trump did was was uh, bribery? No. Do you think Mr. Trump what Trump did was? Well, I mean, they'd go through this whole line of questioning. No, 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 no. Do you think that you know that he he uh, you know I can't remember. There's a whole line in every last question. And I mean, these were all the star witnesses. No, I'm going like. Okay, so what's this hearing about again? <laughs> I mean, like everybody's going like it's almost at a point where you got some guy on on trial for like bank robbery, and there's like ten witnesses, and then the you know the defense attorney says, "Did you see Mr. Smith rob the bank? No. Was Mr. Smith at the bank? No. Did you ever think that Mr. Smith would rob a bank? No. <laughs> Did Mr. Smith have getaway car? No. But he's guilty of bank robbery. Now how is he? You know what I mean? It's like what? You know, it's just well, crazy if you didn't stuff. See him. I mean, if you're using that analogy, if you didn't see him, how would you know that he didn't have a getaway car? I, I don't. But see, how would you know that? I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know I what mean, I'm saying? I mean, I the, mean, you don't know. The, if you don't see something, you don't know. You know, I mean, there are there are things that are like cut and dried when you get into, you know, certain cases where where, you know, there's like five witnesses. Did you see this man, you know, strike this woman? Yes, I did. You know, you know, did he strike her in the face? Yes, he did. You know what I mean? They can go through a whole and, you know, witness number one, number two two, number three, number four, number five, and they all say the same thing, and it's all like, yes, 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 he's guilty. Okay, fine, he's guilty. But in this one, it's like, no, he never, you know, and like I said, it's funny that you picked up on that, because I thought that was weird, too. It's like, you know, have you ever met Mr. Trump? No. Have you ever talked to Mr. Trump? No. Have you ever talked to him on the phone? No. <laughs> no. Have you ever been in the same room with Mr. Trump? No. But you're testifying against him. Yes, I am. Okay, let me think about this for a minute. we got to take a break. It's 6.32. Westplex 107.1. Did I get that right, Shelley? Yes, you did. You know, uh, talking about doing impressions and things like that, Shelley has been working on this. 
And, um, you know, it's to the point where uh, a lot of people don't know this about her, but she can, uh, you know, they used to call in the old days, like, throw your voice, make it sound like you're someone else, someplace else. You know what I mean? Some people can do impressions, but other people can actually make it sound like, you know, like you're in an airplane hangar or you're, like, in a subway or you're, like, in a, you know, in a shower stall or something like that. They can, you know, like, you know, they can they can make the echo sound, 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 sounds like that. And Shelly's been working real hard at it. and. I have. Okay, you ready? Step up, step up to the microphone there. Okay. You ready? Yep. Yes, number two ninety orders now. Please guess number two nine zero. Damn, you sounded just like the guy at Freddy's. That was impressive. Thank you. <laughs> I'm able to change my voice. Um, that's something that my mentor taught me, and I'm so <laughs> thrilled that he could do that because I've always wanted to be in radio. <laughs> There's a, excuse me, I'm going to cough. There's a dense fog advisor out for this morning. Uh, once we get through that, uh, 60 degrees should be a nice day today. And you know what? They're calling for possibly 65 tomorrow. 65. What are we going to do with those kind of temperatures? What are we going to do with those? And, you know, and the crazy thing is, you know what? Six, Enjoy them. <laughs> 60 is, is pretty close. Well, it's actually a little bit high for normal this time of the year for the high but still the, the, the highs are still like supposedly this time of the year like in the 50s so you know it's to the point where we'll, a couple weeks ago we had the, what was it just last week 12 or 11 we set the new record crazy crazy it was crazy ball chilling cold uh, it was what, what kind of cold was it it was extremely cold what did you say it was <laughs> <laughs> extremely cold what, what what phrase did you use again it's not important, Brad. Okay. Let it go. Let it go. That's what Jesus. Hold it. I'm looking at my Shellyometer right here, and the filter is off right now. Here, let me click it back on. Okay, filter is on. It, it, it is. It is. Six. And nobody would have caught it unless you made a big deal about it. Thank you, Brad. No, but it'll be on today's podcast. And should I tell people about that? The podcast. You should. Yeah, Shelly. We have a podcast now. As a matter of fact, uh, you can check it out. You can go to bsinthemorning.show, and you can go directly to the podcast link, and it's right there. And matter of fact, we not only have it as a podcast, we have it as a audiogram as well, too. So you can. there's two ways you can listen to Shelly uh, recite the Constitution of the United States backwards, which she's really good at. She did that yesterday morning. And you can go check it out at uh, bsinthemorning.show, either on the BS tab or in the podcast tab. It's both there, and you can listen to the whole thing. You know what else I can do? I'm afraid to ask. I can actually sing all of the presidents going back from George Washington, all, let's see, to Gerald Ford. Do you know? <laughs> I can sing it. There's do, a song. Do you know that's illegal now? You can't do that? They passed the law against that? That's not true. It's Be true. quiet. They passed the law against it. You can't sing that song anymore. Just like, you know, they, do you, you know? don't even know what song it is. It was I, from my I, kindergarten. I do know the song. And just, you know, they, they changed the ABCDEFG song too. Have you heard that too? Uh-uh, to Cordy? No, be- because of the fact that that kids were thinking that LMNO was one word, was one letter. <laughs> you think I am kidding? I am not. They changed the song around instead of going, you know, A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P. They thought like it was like that was one thing. So now instead of doing like L M N O P, it's like A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O-P, you know, it's like, what? <laughs> and, and it's, the, you, don't, you don't know about that? No, I didn't. Where you been hiding, girlfriend? That's actually funny. <laughs> it's true. They won't teach kids cursive anymore, which I've used my entire <laughs> oh, life. How about you? I, I think cursive is a waste of time. You and I disagree on that. I don't write anything anymore. Matter of fact, my handwriting has gotten so bad. And, you know, every once in a while, you people... Sound like, you sign your name like a doctor. Well, but the so problem is I don't, I don't sign anything anymore. Everything is done on my computer or on my phone or on my my, my iPad, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's to the point where it's all touch. It's not writing anymore, you know? I mean, it's just to the point where it's like... I, 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 let's just disagree, agree to that we disagree because I think cursive is very important, oh. as I do making change. Right. Well, you still think you should have a horse and buggy license, uh, you know, uh, before you get a driver's license, too. So where does that show where Shelly's head's at, right? 
you know, I'm just uh, old school. Shelly World is just a different place. Old and school. If you want to come in, just be prepared for dancing sunshines and uh, unicorns and um, horse and buggies. Shelly, okay, one more time. Let me hear you throw that voice. Yes, number two ninety orders now. Please get number two nine. <laughs> God, she is so good at that. She is so good at that. It's six forty-three. Westplex 107.1, Katie Hudson. Yes, Katie Hudson. Guess it's really never over. 6.53, good morning. It's BS in the morning. I'm uh, B, she's S, or is that the other way around? It, it pretty much doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're both B and S. <laughs> Shelly, Shelly's, Shelly's not in a good mood when she's, it doesn't really matter. Because normally she always wants first billing. She wants, she, she's fought with me over this. Brad Hildebrand, that is it's not, true. that it's is true. a big she, When we first started this show, Stop she it. says, I want to be called S and B in the morning. And I go, well, Shelly, S and B in the morning is something, I don't know. It just doesn't have a ring to it. Like, I think BS in the morning has better. No, no, no. I want to be, you're like, and then I said something to her and she says, remember, I'm Lieutenant Colonel Shelly. Ooh, excuse, <laughs> Actually, just call me your highness. That's what I have the men at the firehouse. Excuse me. me, Lieutenant Colonel Highness. Okay. I um, Have you seen this video? It's pretty funny. It's making the rounds of James Corden, you know, the English guy that does all the, the car- karaoke things or whatever. Yes, and, yes. Um, and Gronkowski, the former, um, you know, uh, New England Patriot, the great big guy, dancing with the L.A. Lakers, the dance girls. The dance no. team. Oh, it's pretty. I haven't seen it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> you know, he's he's actually a pretty decent dancer. Dancer Grinkowski is not, but they're actually out on the court. I guess during one of the timeouts or something like that with the you know the 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 Laker girls doing dance routine. It, it's pretty good. You know. Now, do you think have you ever watched his show before? No, I have not. Not at all, because it's not on Facebook, so you can't watch it, right? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's on Netflix. I don't know if it's. Do you watch Netflix? I do. Did you hear about the? Did you sign up for Disney Plus? No. Did you hear the story really? about all these all these <laughs> what people? What do I need Disney for? Well, all these people that signed up for Disney Plus uh, got got hacked. You heard that story? No. Oh yeah. Supposedly somebody got into the Disney Plus server where people were signing up and and like I shouldn't laugh, but already they were like you know that they were they were getting uh, things happening in their computer because uh, they were getting hacked and their identity was being stolen. Oh my! Can you believe that? You know, this is what bothers me. You can't have something nice and fun and pure without somebody doing something well, that makes it just It's like I kid about the a, fact that a bad experience. I kid about the fact that when you go buy a new car, here's what you should do. At least for me, when you go buy a new car, before you drive it off a lot, get a hammer, put a dent in the fender, and then take a rock and throw it to the windshield and crack the windshield. And then when you drive off the lot, you go, "Well, you know what? What's the worst thing that can happen now?" You know? Right, because you already got a dented fender There's, and you, you got a cracked windshield. That. Those words should never come out of your mouth and be put into the universe. I cannot because there's always something worse that could happen. I cannot always. I cannot have a car that doesn't have a cracked windshield, and my car that got totaled. You know, a That's brand because you drive no no like no no 45. no no. It's not because I drive forty five. My brand new car that got totaled a couple years ago. Uh, the lady who hit me and then I smashed into another lady. Um, anyway, uh, I had that car three months. And a truck passed me one day and threw up a rock and bunk, and it was one of those little starbursts. And you know how the, uh-huh. the the windshield places? Hey, we can fix those little starbursts, okay? So I called the windshield person. In this in this case, it was a windshield lady, and she says, "Meet me in the parking lot at so and so and so and so, and I'll take care of it." So I met her in the parking lot, and by the time I got there, it spread across the whole windshield. I mean, like literally in hours. And I'm going like, oh. was it cold? No, it was it was it was like probably about sixty seventy degrees. It wasn't like super cold, you know. But then she See, they, then she couldn't fix it. Flew that rock rock up at you, yeah. As opposed to the trailer wag, because you were driving forty five. I don't drive forty five. I drive forty five in the thirties. Kind of do. Actually. I, I don't. She, one day, one day, <laughs> we're on three sixty four, 
and I'm doing 65, which is five miles over over the speed limit. And Shelly passes me, and she doesn't even realize she's passed me. And I took a picture of her, and I texted it to her. <laughs> yes, you did. You know, and, and, and it's funny because of the fact that – and ever since then, she goes, well, I passed you because I was only doing 50, and you were doing 45. I go, no, it's more like I was doing 65. I was five over the limit. You must have been doing 80 because you passed me pretty darn quick. So the running joke is okay. She- so all the patrol officers out there, yeah, right. Brad is just kidding. No, it's true. I'll give her license plate. Hey, all I can tell you, I won't give out her license plate on the air. But all I can tell you is, officers out there, when you give her a ticket, you will be happy. That's all I'm going to say. Six fifty eight. Westplex 107.1. Yes. Good morning to you. It's 707. It is BS in the morning. She is B-I-M-S. And together we make great BS. Yes. Not just good BS, but great BS, right? Yep. That's absolutely correct. Someone sent me a video last night of the imposter BS in the morning show, the morning show out in Las Vegas at Comp. I think it's Comp. K-O-M-P. BS in the morning. And I have to tell you. It was funny, but I really, 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 really want to go do this. It's a, it's a new thing out in Las Vegas. Well, it's been there for a while, but uh, they, they actually had a video of them doing it. It's where you get to, uh, you know, you have all these, like, driving challenges. Every once in a while, they'll come to St. Louis. You can, over at Gateway or whatever it is, a Worldwide Technology Raceway, where you can get in one of the, um, you know, like the, the Indy cars or, like, the, yeah, the yeah. NASCARs and take a lap around the track, a couple laps around the track. Uh, sometimes they have, like, Lamborghinis and Ferraris. They do that in. Okay, this is a thing in Las Vegas called Police Chase, where it's this race course it's just like a big old monstrous parking lot and it's got cones and stuff like that in it and you drive a police car with the lights and siren and the whole bit and you chase another car how fun would that so, be so you have the, the other car is like driven by like you know like a race car kind of driver and then what he does is he tries to lose you so you are in the police car with the lights and siren going and you're trying to chase him and you just chase them around a course. And they've got like cones set up and the whole bit. But the guy that you're chasing doesn't necessarily always have to exactly follow the course. You know what I mean? So in other words, no other words. Well, well and, that's not fair. But well, you, I guess it is but, considering he's a perpetrator. Yes. So you. Alleged perpetrator. Right. You have to follow the course. There's like some lines drawn on the on the pavement and some cones and things like that. But you have to essentially chase him around. I'm thinking to myself, that would be cool. You know what I mean? That would be cool. <laughs> It'd probably cost 10000 dollars or something like that. I don't know if they still have it, but uh, in Las Vegas and in a couple other cities, they had a thing where you could go and you could uh, go and dig dirt in like a big track hoe or push dirt like in a cat D9 bulldozer. That would be fun. Oh, that's another one I'd like to do. I'm you know. surprised that Washmo doesn't do that during the town and country fair. Oh, they do. They do. That you... they let people get out and and work the machines oh yeah 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 yeah. you have to be you have to be a member of the chamber of commerce and you know and you have to have you uh, know what i am so sorry i mentioned that <laughs> i mean really i'm so you know i just it came out and i was like what are you well, thinking? you didn't know about that yeah you can like when they when they when the guys that you know the the tractors when they're doing like the you know the truck pulls and then and you know and the tractor pulls and then they have the guys that smooth over the track you know they have like the you know the thing that you know that the, like the big roller that keeps the the dirt tamped down the whole bit yeah you can you know you got you can apply for that job and matter of fact it's is you know you well it's not a job you pay for it you know you get to do it a couple times and then the next person gets in and does it like that yeah that's the same thing for the carnival rides too. You can, you know, you can, you know, you can actually run the carnival rides. That might actually might not be a, a bad gig. <laughs> I always wanted to be a carny. Yeah, right. And you, you get out Can't there you see me as a carny? I can see. Well, I used to, I used to work for a guy who was a, an ex carny. He was a character. You know, one of my managers a long time ago. One of my managers at Steak and Shake. He was, does not surprise me in the least. He was a character, Jerry. Still remember his name? Great big mountain of a guy, and he had this. He had a disfigured. This was actually sort of weird, but he had a disfigured hand that was in an accident. He got his hand crushed, you know, some kind of in a carny accident or something like that. And when they sort of rebuilt his hand, they put like this plate in his hand, and he had like he had like superhero strength, and he was our 
curb manager out there on the curb. And if we had problems with, like, you know, we had on Friday and Saturday night, we had we had, uh, they had problems with some of the punk kids who'd come in, hey, Kirby, and they'd throw stuff at us and stuff like that. So if we have problems with any of our, our customers, quote, unquote, end quotes, uh, we'd tell Jerry, hey, Jerry, see that, you know, that blue car out there? That guy's giving me a lot of grief. So Jerry would go walking out there, and he'd, you know, hey, how you doing? You know, and he'd smile at him. Yeah, hey, nice looking car. You know, and hey, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm the, the curb, curb manager here, and I want to thank you for coming out. Why don't you get out of the car? I want to give you a nice handshake. And these guys would get out of the car, and Jerry would shake their hand, and he would crush their hand. I mean, he had like this grip. It was almost like, you know, and he'd do it to us sometimes because if we did something wrong, he'd say, let me, you know, let me tell you, let me shake your hand and tell you what you did wrong. And he'd grab your hand and he'd just crush it. And you go like, ah! And then he'd smile. So and basically, he was a steak and shake bouncer. <laughs> yes, but I mean, he didn't. Other bre- duties as a sign. He didn't break their hand, but I mean, he came close to it. He was so strong, and like he'd do it to us, you know. And like, hey, you know, let me, let me, you know, you did such a good job out there. Let me shake your hand, and he'd shake your hand, and he'd look at you in the eye, and he'd go, "Don't ever do that again." While he's like, I like him already. While he's gripping your hand, you're going like. Ah! Yeah, good old Jerry. Yeah. And then we had, like, on, on I think it was on work, Tuesday or Wednesdays, we had Kirby Derbies. You know what Kirby Derbies were? No. You had two trays, and you put six water glasses on each tray. And it was in the old days when we used to, you know, God, remember, we used to take water out to people's cars. And you'd take six water glasses in each tray, so you'd have 12 water glasses on two different trays. Uh, and you would run out at full speed to the dumpster in the back of the parking lot, touch the, touch your nose on the dumpster, and run back and not spill any water. <laughs> one of the guys, I can't remember who it was, one of the guys used to always, on purpose, trip and drop both trays. And As his head lands into the dumpster? No, no, no. On the way back, he would trip and he would drop the trays. And keep in mind, these were glasses. These weren't like, you know. Yeah, we, that's true. We they had were. real glass and the glass would shatter all over the parking lot. Oh, I'm so sorry. And everybody going like, oh, we did it again. You know, so we'd go out there and sweep up the glass. Yeah, those are my days. Those are my days as a curb boy, you know. Wish oh, I was during simpler times. Wish I was there again, you know. There's actually one of the songs that we play on the radio. I can't remember what the name is. Yeah. But it just reminds me of simpler times. Simpler times? I miss those times. Really? Like yesterday? Yeah. Like yesterday? Please. What about yesterday? Yesterday, simpler times? Yeah, speaking of yesterday, you asked me what animal I would come back as. What about you? What animal would you be? What animal would I be? Uh Uh-huh. I would be a snail. Okay. But here's what I'd do. I've thought about this a lot. It's funny you should mention that because I thought about it all last night. I would be a snail, but what I would do is I would go to a Cadillac dealership. And, and leave a trail of snot all over the cars? No, no, no. I'd walk in the dealership and I'd say, I want that. No, actually, you would slime into the dealership. No, no, no. I would say, I want that brand new Cadillac sitting on the showroom floor. And the salesman would go, but you're a snail. And i go, yeah, but I'm a rich snail. I'll have my banker, you know, wire transfer the money, you know, so I can drive that Cadillac home. And the salesman would go, what? He goes, no, seriously. So a couple minutes later, you know, the salesman comes back. He says, you're not kidding. You just bought that car. And he says, but here's one thing. The snail, as a snail, I'd say this to the salesman. I'd say, there's one thing I want you to do. I want you to have your body paint and body guy out. And I want him to paint a big S on the, on the, on the side of the door. Big S. And the salesman would go like, what? A big S? Yes, I want you to paint a big S. So they send the car back to the body shop, and the guy paints a big S on the front door and then comes back. And, you know, and the snail gets in the car. That's me driving the car away. And just as he's ready to leave, and the salesman goes, okay, I never thought I'd sell a, a, a new car to a, a snail. And I never could quite understand. I don't understand what does the S on the door stand for? And I would just snail, look at the salesman very seriously, and i go, you know what? All my life, I wanted to drive down the, down the street, and I wanted people to go, wow, look at that S-Cargo. Westplex 107.1, yes, cake. I love that song. 722, good morning. It is BS in the Morning. You can check out our website at bsinthemorning.show, and that is where you'll find Shelly. You can now find our podcasts if you go to bsinthemorning.show and you click on the podcast link. It will take you right to our podcasts. And, man, I'm telling you what. I'm, we've already had yesterday's show. Shelly, you ready for this? Yes. 
two downloads. I'm sorry? Two downloads. Can you believe it? Not one, but two downloads in yesterday's show. People can't get enough of us. Really? <laughs> Did you really have two downloads? I'm not lying. Are you excited about that, that we had two downloads? I am. Yeah, I think it was It was two. the first time we put up a podcast. Yeah, the day before that, I think there were 12 or something like that. But we're getting there, right? You know? I mean, you know. Beat, oh, beat, I'm so excited. Beats, our, beats our, our, our podcast from last week where we had nobody listening. Uh, anyway, because we didn't do a podcast last week. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I sent you this the other day. This press release that I got. Remember that press release? The Motley Crue press release? Yes, yes. Okay, okay did you read that? <laughs> I read portions of it, yeah. I get all these press releases because, you know, radio stations, we get all this stuff that's sent to us. Hey, look at this. Oh, look at this. And it's this PR company that sends me stuff all the time about mainly rock bands and things like that. And the big deal is that... They do know that we're a hot AC station, right? Well, Motley Crue, who knows? I mean, you know, do we play any Motley Crue? No, I don't think we do. Anyway, the idea behind this was, the big deal was, hey... In 2015, Motley Crue signed an agreement where they would never tour again. The mem- Why did they do that? I by don't the way? know. Did I they think, say? I think it was all a setup, to tell you the truth, because supposedly they hated each other and they didn't like each other and they were tired of each other on the road and they were always oh, so fighting. Oh, so it was an internal agreement. Well, yes, amongst themselves, they signed an agreement. Oh, okay. They they all agreed to never tour again. The idea was that they're done, it's over, the group will never be reunited. It's almost like the share, you know, final tour which is like final tour version 4 or whatever stuff like that. Anyway, so they signed this agreement and then the story goes on to say that, hey, and then they did this movie. And the movie was released earlier this year. I think it was released in March. And it's called yeah, the, they did. the Dirt. And it's like a movie about Motley Crue and how they started and, you know, Tommy Lee and all this other kind of stuff. And they said that once they got back together to do the movie, they fell in love with each other and decided that they wanted to tour again. So they had this meeting with their attorney and their manager, and they tore up the cessation contract. So they're going to tour again. Now, what's, here's what's interesting is in the press release, if you remember, it said in the press release, it said that uh, 94% of the people who watched the movie gave it a thumbs up on Google, okay? So I'm thinking to myself, wow, 94%, that's a lot, you know, because of the fact that normally you, you know, you, you know, you don't see that kind of reviews for practically any kind of movie. Well, the only problem with that is that it said 94% of the Google users like this movie. Rotten Tomatoes, guess what the score on Rotten Tomatoes is? I've always found that to be backwards. That the Rotten Tomatoes is is if you get a low score, it's actually a good movie? Yes. Well, maybe that's true, because on Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 39%. And on Metacritic, it got a 39%. Now, on IMDb, 7 out of 10. So they're saying it's 7 on a 10 scale. So essentially, it's uh, it was uh, released on March 18th of this year. Uh, and uh, matter of fact, uh, it's adapted from uh, Confessions of the World's Most Notorious Rock Band. And essentially, it has the, uh, I, I guess they're just like talking about things they've done and stuff like that. Would you go see a movie like that? I don't know if that would be entertaining to me, especially with a group that, I don't know, I might, because um, was it Showtime had a show called Roadies? Yeah. And it was pretty fascinating to me. Huh. But but were you ever into Motley Crue? Like Tommy Lee and, and you know, who was his girlfriend, the the, um, the Playboy gal? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? God. I don't know who you're talking about. Wasn't she on? Um, but w- I have wasn't she on the Motley Crue? Yes. Wasn't she on Baywatch? You know who I'm talking about? God, a name I can't ring a bell. There's people out there yelling at the radio right now. It was Anderson. Uh, yeah, Pamela Sue Anderson. Yes, yeah, Tommy Lee and Pamela Sue Anderson. That they were the big couple. Remember? Yeah, they were. They were a power couple. Well, and wasn't she the one that had the that she had the boob job, but then she had the unboob job? Wasn't that her? Wasn't it Pamela Sue Anderson? I don't know. Why did she get... Um, well, she had implants, but then she had them taken out. I think that was what the story was. I'll have to look that Because they were up. killing people. <laughs> they were killing people. 
They were. How were they killing people? Because the silicone was leaking into their body. Oh, oh, oh. I thought she... They were making people I, sick. I thought she meant she turned around and she was knocking people out or something like that. Like when you said no. you were killing people. No. <laughs> killing people? Moly. You would Holy that. moly. Probably you and every other man. Man, she got some implants if she turns around and she's area. killing people. No, I get what you're saying. It was killing her. It was like the they were... They yes. were yeah, okay, I get it. I don't know. I See, I'm going to look that up, but I'm pretty sure that was the deal. She was the one that... That you know that 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 there was a big deal. What are you going to look up? Pamela boob job. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna Google that exact phrase, and the next break, <laughs> I will tell you what I found. Okay, and it'll probably be all right there, as is everything did, on did, on on Google, right? Did yes. Did you also um, state that um, because of that movie that they did, uh, Motley Crue did? They have an increased uh, listener span of younger people who oh, probably yeah. didn't even know well, but, who Motley Crue but, was. But see, it's like my it's like my youngest son. My youngest son, who's twenty five, listens to Clue one hundred and three, and I give him I give him grief all the time. I go, Drew, these songs were done before you were born. This is like oldies stuff. Oh, I love it. It's what he listens to. He listens to Clue 103. You know, he's listening to, you know, and they're playing, like, they're playing, you know, like they're playing, I guess, 70s and 80s now. So, and he was born in 93. So, you know, I mean, like, you know, he so was like, he, he what was. What does that say about us that well, we are now in the golden oldies age? Yeah, but, but, but see, that's not uncommon because people, you know, young people, uh, you know, throughout history have, have sort of gotten into music and, and things that predated them. You know what I mean? I mean, like, like I can remember when I was in high school, um, you know, we, I was in the stage band and we played a lot of big band music and, and, and we really enjoyed it. And we'd play like for assemblies and, you know, and the, and the students would like it. You know, we'd actually play Tommy Dorsey stuff and people would go hey i like that you can dance to it you know it's not necessarily just all contemporary stuff you know it's what it what sounds good that's what it is hey we got to take a break i what's what's the term i got to google again pamela boob job <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm off to googling you're such a man child brad <laughs> 730 westplex 107.1 hey ma i made it ever told you the story about my mom never listened to me on the radio you Tell me about that. My mom hated the radio. She did. I mean, back in the day when my, my mom and dad used to order cars, they never would buy a car for a lot. They would order a new car, and my mom would delete the radio. I mean, this is back in the day when you could do that. Uh, nowadays, you can't. But in, back in the day, you could say, yes, I want. I don't want this. I don't want that. I want this. I want this. And she would delete the radio. If she got in the back car. power steering was an option. Well, a lot of things were options. And if she got in a car, you know, like, like for example, if I drove her car when I before I had my own car, if I drove her car and, you know, I'd listen to the radio all the time. And if like she'd get in the car, turn the ignition on, car radio would come on, boom, turn it right off. She never listened to the radio ever. I don't think she ever heard me on the radio ever in my life, ever. Surely she did. Maybe she was like being no, no, no. You know, covert she, about she, it. She could. She could care less. She was just like eh, radio. Who cares? She didn't like that. She liked. She liked silence. I'm just the opposite. You know, they say you do things different from your parents that, you know, if your parents like, you know, green cars, you buy red cars. And if your parents uh, lived in a big house, you wouldn't live in a little house. And if your parents lived in North County, you wouldn't live in South County. You know, you do things opposite what, you know, what your parents did. Okay. So my homework assignment was I looked up Pamela Boob Job and Pamela Sue Anderson is all over the place. But one of the things that came up was this interesting article. And uh, it's titled Seven, Seven Celebrities Who've Said Goodbye to Breast Implants. And here's the interesting thing. It's called the, well, actually, I, the, 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 the colloquial term is the unboob job. And get this. Okay, you ready for this? I thought this was interesting. Huh. Breast implants were once ever present in Hollywood and even among non-famous women. Between 2000 and 2006, the procedure's popularity rose by 55%. But after decades of steady growth, the pumped-up breast trend appears to be deflating. What experts refers to as explant instead of implant, explant procedures jumped by nearly 10% from 2010 to 2014 as augmentations fell by about 5% per data from the American Society of Plastic Surgeons. Last year, nearly 24,000 women between 30 and 54 kissed their fake breasts goodbye. 
Hollywood's elite included. Here are seven celebrities who once uh, chose to get plastic surgery, share why they went back under the knife to return their natural look. And it's Heather Morris and Heidi Montag and Pamela Anderson and Sharon Osbourne and Jenna Jameson and Melissa Gilbert and who else is in here? Uh, Stevie Nicks. Uh, those are the seven different ladies. And so that's the trend is going the other way. Now, did you know that I didn't, you know. That's because they're getting butt implants. <laughs> it's called a Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Would you get a butt implant, Shelly? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, like Dr. Wright with laser lipo and vein, yeah. he uses, he calls it a fat transfer. Right. And so he takes the takes the fat out of your tummy and puts it in your butt so you've got that that butt. So so I guess people want the Kim Kardashian look. That's what they're after, yes. right? They want yes, that, they do. the Kim Kardashian, you know, junk in the trunk kind of look, right? Yes. I, you know, I don't I don't quite I don't quite understand that. I mean, and and I mean, you know, I mean, you know, once again, Laser Lipo and Vein, one of our advertisers, I, I love him. You know, Dr. Wright's a great guy, but, and, and he does a lot. You know, I went to the open house and he, he looked right at me and I've got stuff in my face. He says it's precancerous. I'm going like, that's not good. You know, I mean, I need to go back and see him, but I don't know as a guy, I don't get the, the, you know, maybe one of these days when, you know, when I get to be in my 90s and my face really falls apart, uh, you know, maybe I'll go to him and have a facelift and stuff like that. But I don't know. He doesn't do facelifts. He does face tight. Face tight. What's the difference? A facelift is actual, like, intrusive. Right. And he doesn't do that. That's not what he does. But he does the butt the butt implants like they trans- yes that's called fat transfer fat transfer he does the butt implant with your the fat you already have on your body I thought fat transfer is when you went to the casino buffet <laughs> no no so so would you I mean like have you ever thought about getting like any kind of you know surgery like that on my butt or on my face I want you know anywhere you know I have actually really okay. Yes, I have. I want to get the face tight with the liposuction so they can take out the imperfections in the lower part of my face and take out my waddle. Well, if they took out the imperfections in my face, I wouldn't have a face left. So was that a face lift or a face left? <laughs> I would have a what they call the, they call it implants they call them explants I would have a, a X face yeah I would have an X face I'd have yeah an X plant I'd have an X face instead of an implant face I'd have an explant face so anyway Pamela Sue Anderson how we get talking about her Tommy Lee Motley Crue uh, they're going to go on concert uh, they, they and they tore up their cessation agreement and they're going to tour and I wonder if Pamela Sue's gone and you know what I forgot when I looked up the stuff you know you brought up all these these crazy memories when you had me go look up Pamela boob job and there's gazillion stories about her but I forgot that you know where she got her start in television it wasn't in Baywatch you know where she got her start start with uh-uh. Tim the tool man you remember that really yeah she was the she was like the tool girl I do remember that and like the very first episodes you know I with watch that I, I Tim Allen. remember that yeah but I think it was like in the first season or so the first couple seasons she was like the tool girl she'd come out and she'd help and if you know the whole premise of the show Tim was this guy that did this local TV show about you know Tim the tool man Taylor right Tim the tool man Taylor and he was a bumbling he couldn't he was always breaking stuff and he didn't know how to use the tools right and is and what was his assistant's name and the guy that I thought he was really good in that show that he i don't was, know the the one the assistant or the one that's behind the fence no the, the assistant the assistant who was on the show with him that was always you know had the beard and was always you know saying well tim that's not exactly how you use this and he would wasn't always that tim conway no that wasn't tim conway but but anyway pam that's where pamela sue anderson got her start she was the tool girl on uh with uh, with tim allen on uh, tim the and with tim the tool guy so see now you know and then she ended up in baywatch and the rest is history did the you, rest is were, were you into Baywatch? I'm sorry? Did you watch Baywatch? Uh, not too much. Uh, you know, the interesting thing on that is is that, uh, what's the guy's name, uh, has the German name, um, you know. David uh, Hasselhoff. Uh, David Hasselhoff. Do you know he's still huge in Germany? He's still huge here. No, no, no. In Germany, he's like, a, he's like in concert. He sings, and he's like huge in Germany. David Hasselhoff sings? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like, it's just like, I didn't even realize Antonio Banderas. Have you ever heard Antonio Banderas sing? 
Yes, it's he's beautiful. Really good. I mean, I'm going like, yes. you know, I, I, first time I heard him sing, he did the Phantom of the Opera with uh, with Sarah Brightman, and he they did the yes. duet. And I'm going like, holy cow, can that guy sing? You know, I mean, she I never, actually did Time to Say Goodbye with him as well. With the uh, with the uh, 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 Antonio Banderas. Uh huh. Are you sure? I'm kind of sure. I don't think so. I've never heard that before, and that's one of my favorite songs. And I know all the versions of that. I'll have to check that. I think. I think you know what. I think you may be BSing me, Shelley. I would never do that to you, Brad. I'm going to call BS on you that I don't think Sarah Brightman and Antonio Banderas ever did time to say goodbye. But you know what? I could be wrong because... Let me just Google that. Normally by 11 o'clock in the morning every day, I'm wrong about 42 times, and that's on a good day. So, you know. Yeah, that's right. You know that's no, dead, that's not true. That, that's dead air. You know we can't have dead that's air. That's because be- I'm I'm googling. Because you know what happens when we have dead air? We go to break. No, this guy comes in, he knocks on the studio door, and he says, uh, "Can I go on the air?" And I go, "Okay, go ahead." Yes, number two ninety orders now. Ready, please guess number two nine zero. And can't get rid of that guy. <laughs> we gotta take a break. <laughs> You're so funny. He's he yeah. After the first, you know, fifty times it's funny and then after that it's like a screaming child next to me. Seven forty five. Westplex one oh seven point one, one of uh favorite sayings of Shelley. Get the party started, right? I it is one of my favorite sayings. <laughs> yes, and I always sit there and I always think of that song when I say it. Well, what's interesting is, you know, sometimes she'll send me a, a CC copy of someone she's uh, like pitching for advertising and things like that. And uh, I guess to grow I'm their business. You I'm, mean? I'm, yes, to grow their business. And I'm always sort of maybe a little bit more business like than I should be. But Shelly will always like say, hey, it's a great advertising package. And, you know, the cost is right. And the performance is going to be great. Hey, let's get the party started. <laughs> always cracks me up i love it because i think i do do that well no i said do do i do do (laughs) i think that's that's once again that's one you know sometimes it depends on the environment you're in some people like you know that you have to be serious with them you have to say yes if you do advertising with us it'll make your toenails grow longer and people go really i'll do some advertising with you i i can't be all serious and everything that's just not how i roll well so i'm not i'm I'm saying it can't take me we're not a good fit. I'm saying it's a good thing. I like that. I like that. So, you know, it's of, it, well, it's personality, you know? I mean, you know, people buy things and, you know, you do things with people who, uh, you know, you identify you with. Know, you know, like, and trust. Well, like, yeah. like, for example, I mean, you know, uh, you, normally you think of the car salesman as like, you know, like, you know, hey, um, you know, hey, you know, boy, you look great in this car. Wow. You're, you're going to feel so good driving on highway, you know, that kind of a thing. And you know who uh, sold cars for a while, who was extremely good car salesperson and was Who's not. That? Radio Rich, Rich Dalton, you know, Rich Dalton, the DJ. I do. I've never met him personally, which I would love to. But, yeah, I know who he is. When Rich, unfortunately, got his, uh, you know, walking papers from, I think it was Casey, and he couldn't find another job in town, he started selling cars out at Bellman in St. Peter's. And he was very good at it. And the reason was that he was like Mr. Low-Key. You know, if you know Rich, he's like the kind of guy that, you know, you could, you know, he he could almost get hit by a car out in the highway, and he could turn around and you could say, Hey, that car almost hit me. You know, he wouldn't go like, whoa, I can't believe it. You know, he's just sort of laid back. You know, that's, that's his whole style. You know, I have a friend who's a car salesman, and, and he's really laid back, too, and he does quite well. Well, you know. So maybe that's the key. I think sometimes people, you know, sense, you know, high pressure. Hey, you know, like the clothes. I mean, you know, selling techniques. There was this thing for a while. God, it used to drive me crazy because I used to have all these stockbrokers who'd call me all the time. They thought I had money. And the theory was... If you can get someone to say yes, I think six times you've sold them. So in other words, what it's they... It's 10 times. Is it 10 times? So in other words, yep. they would call you and the first thing they would say, hey, do you hear me okay? And you'd say, yes. And you'd say, are you at work right now? They call you like at 11 o'clock at your work time. Are you at work right now? Yes. Do you have underwear on? Yes. You know, so it was all these yes questions. So I'd, I always answer no. They would say, hey, can you hear me okay? No. You can't hear me okay? No. Well, how do you know what I'm saying if you can't hear me? Can you hear me okay? No. And they would throw them off. 
You always you always mess with salespeople, don't you? I, I don't mess with salespeople. Because we love that. I mess with the telemarketers who call me all the time, you know, yeah. and like, you know, like, the, and, and by the way, this is a scam, 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 scam. Uh, you get the call and you always, they always hire some, you know, American lady to do the, hi, I'm Susie and I'm calling about your credit card. And if you're paying more than 6.5% interest in your credit card, you're paying too much. If you'd like to uh, reduce your credit card interest rate, you know, press one. So then you press one, and I always do. And you get some, hi, this is Jim. Can I help you? And, and they say, well, in order for us to look at what we can do, we have to have your credit card number. So people go, okay, here's my credit card number, and your name, okay, here's my name, and your billing address, and your expiration date, and your CVC code on the back. So then what happens is they don't reduce your credit card, they buy junk on your credit card. That's what they do. And it's funny because I had that happen to me last week, and I what I do is, I shouldn't say this, but I pull out one of my credit cards, and I do the first three series of numbers right but then the last one I do backwards and then I always give a different date and a different CVC. And the last one I did that to the supervisor got off the, on the phone and it's some like, you know, some Asian guy, you know, and okay, now, now let me make sure I got your number correct. And he goes through the whole thing. And finally he comes back on the phone and he says, blankety you. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. And I said, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. And he says, you heard me blankety you. You are a blankety blank. You are wasting my time. I'm thinking, like, I'm wasting your time? You're the dude that called me. You know what I mean? You're the one that calls me, and you call me 10 times a day for this stupid credit card thing. So anyway, I just wanted to tell you, it's a scam. They don't reduce your credit card. They're like buying themselves like new shoes and something like that on your credit card, and that's what they do because they're not, you know, or they're either that they're doing cash withdrawal or something like that. So don't fall for it. Well, you, you kind of made me proud on that one, Brad. I'm not going to lie. What's it, well, How was that? Uh, what you did to that. <laughs> to that um, I get those calls telemarketer. All, all day long. And then, you know, and, and it's to the point where they say, well, you know, the, the, the Congress, we're going to put a new law in effect. Because, you know what, it's not going to work because most of them come from overseas. They're using VoIP. You know, they're, you know, they're, 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 they're spoofing, you know, and the news thing is they're spoofing a phone number within your exchange. So if you got a 314 phone number, they're, you know, they're calling you a 314. If you got a 636, they're calling you a 636 number. So it looks like, hey, here's somebody that I don't know who it is. I'm going to answer the phone. Okay, so I have an Android. My phablet is an Android, yeah. and you have an iPhone. Right. I don't know if iPhone is doing this, but Android is every time that there's like a suspicious call, it'll say um, telemarketer, possible telemarketer, or it'll say spam risk. No. It comes up when the phone is ringing. Don't have that. Don't have that in mind. My, oh, That's well, because you have an iPhone. Oh, well, sorry. When, when you, sorry, when you, when you have an iPhone, when you get a call, it says time to upgrade that's what you get you know yeah, go, go, them saying go, that to you. go to the apple store and get a new phone because yours <laughs> yours is on its last legs and it keeps rebooting and don't be a cheapskate you've had that phone for almost three years it's time for a new phone that's what my phone says whenever anybody calls me that's what i say too whenever you say <laughs> my phone just reboot well, i'm like it Wah. does it all day long my phone yes, reboots. It is. It's funny. i'll be like googling something and oh boy and here you get a little spinny thing that comes on the screen and go here we go again you know yeah <laughs> but, but it always comes back one of these days it won't one of these days it won't hey we're gonna take a break we'll be right back well, that's going to do it for Brad and Shelly, BS in the Morning. Uh, if you want to check out our website, bsinthemorning.show, the, the station website is westplex1071.com. Uh, Shelly, once again, she thought I was BSing her. There is such thing as a densometer, right? There is, but it's not spelled the way you think it is. Yeah, but what it's it's used to, to check the density of fog. It's a thing where you go like and you... It's actually more, I mean, it's more of a, a camera-related thing. The one that you, I, I took it off, but um, the one you really want is the one from uh, Poland, I think. Mm, yeah, the Polish, the Polish densometer. That's always good to have. <laughs> Polish Do <densometer>. what? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh. Okay, so now the yeah. most favorite man in St. Charles steps up to the microphone and says, Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> right. Bring on him. Oh, Bring oh, on oh, Caleb. Say it again. 
And now the most famous man in St. Charles County steps up to the mic and says, Yes, number 290 orders now, ready? please guess number 290. <laughs> what is that again? What, what, what? I'm not going to say it one more time. Come on, one more time, one more time. Nope. Come on, one more time. Hard no. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> nope. Come on, one more time. Say it one more time. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, Brad, because I know the last thing you're going to play, and it's not going to be today. Oh, you what? No, go ahead. Trust me. I will play. I will play Caleb. Trust you? Trust me. I promise. I'll play Caleb. Uh huh. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> okay. Dead air, Brad. <laughs> Do your thing. And now the most important man in St. Charles County steps up to the microphone and says... Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, uh, ninth anniversary, and Hugh Janus, turning 10. knew it! <laughs> now the most important man in St. Charles County steps up to the microphone and says... You're hey, so people, wrong. your mom so called. She says to call Extreme Electrical for your residential, commercial, and industrial needs. Give us a call, 636-925-2988, or on the web at ExtremeElectricalSTL.com. <laughs> Westplex 1071. It's today's best music for the Westplex. Westplex 1071.